With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studios. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we're going to do our final look at some of these positions as we get ready for free agency, which is right around the corner. Amazing. Stuff flies by so fast. And to help us do that, of course, here on the Chronicles of Nania is Mr. Michael Nania, co-founder and resident stat geek over at jetsxfactor.com. What's going on, Michael? I'm doing pretty good. Looking forward to free agency being right around the corner. Free agency for some players, but not others. And two of the guys that are not going to hit free agency because they got franchise tagged fall into one of the categories that we're going to talk about today, and that's safeties. One of those safeties is Justin Simmons from the Denver Broncos. No surprise there. One of the best safeties in the league in the prime of his career. No way Denver was going to let him get away, and I think they'll probably work out a long-term contract with him. Marcus May is the other one, so he sticks around with the Jets at least for this year. Michael, I think this is a smart move. We've talked about this before. The Jets don't have a lot of talented players on this roster, but they do have a lot of cap space. No sense in letting a talented player who they really need anyway walk out the door for nothing. 
May is a little bit older than Simmons and guys like that at 28 years old, but still should have a couple of really good years left at free safety. So before we get into this group, let's talk about Simmons and May. No surprise for either, but I think we can both agree it's a good thing that May is back. Yeah, I think it, from the Jets' perspective, franchise tagging May makes all the sense in the world, but obviously from his perspective, it's not the most ideal route. So we'll see how things play out whether he holds out or if the Jets look to trade him or if they do come to terms on a long-term deal but because for the Jets I think it makes the most sense um, you love to have him locked up long term but when as from the team perspective you have the luxury of the franchise tag there's no reason not to use it when there's only one guy on your roster who's even a good candidate for it so you know you get to have him for one year with no commitments beyond that if he gets hurt then you're safe and you're not locked into him. So it's very uh, it's a very team friendly tool. So to use it makes sense. But we'll see if uh, how May feels about that over the next few months. But it's totally worth it. He had an elite season uh, this past in 2020. Throughout his career, he's been a very good player. But he really broke out in this past season, his fourth year. Uh, and he started the season pretty rough uh, in the box, trying to replace Jamal Adams. His first game was fantastic against the Bills, but the next five games. Uh, he wasn't quite himself. That wasn't the best fit for him, but he moved back to free safety and he was tremendous uh, once he did, especially in coverage. He was tied for fourth and pass passes defended among safeties this season with 11 of those. Uh, when he did move back to free safety, he had some of the best coverage numbers in the league, fewest yards per target or fourth fewest yards per target allowed at PFF. Um, the second fewest estimated points added, which is EPA allowed per target. Um, third lowest completion percentage, second highest rate of tight window targets. So he was doing a lot of good in coverage when he moved back to free safety. He was elite for sure. So it'll be interesting to see if he can maintain that, but he definitely played like an elite player last season. And Simmons is elite as well. So um, similar to May, will be interesting to see how the negotiations go there. But Simmons the past two seasons has been a bona fide elite player in pretty much every phase um, so both those two guys are deserving of big paydays and it will be very interesting to see how things play out because at their franchise tag numbers they are probably being overpaid rel- uh, underpaid relative to what they deserve. So whether or not they get a long term deal will be a big storyline in both of these teams training camps. Another elite safety is Marcus Williams, who was tagged as well, so he is off the market too, but there are a couple of options that could be intriguing for the Jets, and two of them are reunion possibilities. One of them is Keanu Neal from the Atlanta Falcons, had his breakthrough year last year with Jeff Ulbrich as defensive coordinator once Ulbrich took over. Ulbrich, of course, now the defensive coordinator here with the Jets, pairing Keanu Neal with Marcus May would give the Jets one of the better safety combos in the league. But of course, you do still have Ashton Davis, who the Jets made a third round investment in. Jaquiski Tart is somebody who could be a decent short term option. He's a little on the older side, but produced pretty well for San Francisco under Robert Salas. So that's the other guy that I was saying could be a potential reunion option. John Johnson with the Rams broke free. He didn't get tagged. He's one of the better safeties in the league, but I think he's probably going to be too expensive for the Jets. So talk me through some of these high-end options, Michael. What do you think? Could there be a reunion in the works between Jeff Ulbrich and Keanu Neal or Robert Sala and Jaquiski Tart? Yeah, well, I think Keanu Neal is an interesting one to keep in mind. Um, he is pro- he's a, more of a strong safety. 
Um, he played 55% of his snaps in the box or at strong safety in 2020, which is one of the highest marks among free agent safeties. Uh, so he's an interesting guy because of that over connection. And he's on the younger side as well. He's only going to be 26 this season. Um, he has had some injury issues in his career, but when he's been healthy, he's played well. He played 15 games this season, um, but the two seasons before that, he only played four combined from 2018 to 19. So that's an issue, but he's been very good when he's been healthy. Um, so, you know, if the Jets believe in Ashton Davis as their free safety, or well, this defense is interesting because they do play a lot of cover two where you have two safeties deep. There's really no free safety. They're both playing the same role. Um, so they do do a lot of that. But if the Jets do think Ashton Davis is primarily that deep guy and they'd feel good with trading May, and then they'll need a strong safety. Keanu Neal can make sense in that role. He's been very effective in the box throughout his career. Um, so he's a guy who could play that role very effectively. Um, but then if you're looking at the other side of things, um, Tart is a guy who could sort of still play that deep role for you. Or Tart is a pretty versatile guy. He can do a lot of different things. He played a lot in the slot this past season, 16% of his snaps. So there are a lot of different things that he can do. Um, he's a little bit more on the older side. He's going to be 29 this season. So the age isn't as much of a plus for him, but uh, he, he's a versatile guy. He's played a lot of strong safety but like I said he can go in the slot and cover for you so it's not like he's you know tethered to playing inside the box without much coverage versatility he can do that Um, but he had a solid season when he was healthy in 2020 he only played seven games injuries are a pretty big question mark with him he's missed at least four games in each of the past four seasons and at least seven games in three of the past four seasons so Health is a huge question mark with him, but when he's been healthy, he's been pretty good. This past season, very solid in coverage, 85th percentile in yards per target allowed, 77th percentile in passer rating allowed. His run defense grade pretty well there. His tackling was efficient. Good all-around player this past season. Um, so both Tart and Neal are pretty versatile guys who aren't really tethered to one role, who um, if the Jets do move on from May in some way, well, which obviously would probably be via trade um then both these two guys could make sense and it also is worth considering that and i don't think you know both these two guys probably to be too expensive to play that role but this is a league where teams play three safeties a lot it's something that is pretty common uh, becoming increasingly common as teams start to spread out more offensively um so a third safety is a valuable thing to have Uh, it was going to be last season when they initially drafted davis Um, And you had the potential of him behind May and Jamal Adams, Um, but it's still an important thing. And the Jets did suffer in that area last season because, you know, you had guys like really throughout the past few seasons when third string safeties had have had to come in, such as Matthias Farley and, you know, other players of that ilk have not played too well when they've been in there. So it is important to have a good third safety. So I don't think either of these two guys would play that role because they'll probably be too expensive because they're starting caliber talents, but just in general to have a good third safety makes sense. Maybe they look there in the draft. Maybe they go for a lower tier free agent, but uh, a good third safety is important. But back to these two guys, Tart and Keanu Neal, they're good off. They're definitely good off in terms of guys who have the connections to the lead coaches on defense, Sala and Jeff Ulbricht. They're good options. That make sense if they are going to move on from May, but ideally I think, uh, but figuring it out how to make it work with May 
is the best move. Hopefully he is willing to play in the tag. Uh, if they can get him on a long-term deal, that would be solid. But I definitely understand why the Jets would prefer to just go the franchise tag route and see if he can have another good, healthy season before extending him. Um, but he's a great player and should be a great fit in this defense. So priority number one should be making sure he's on the field this year. But there are some good backup plans. Any of these safeties that you think are underrated could provide some really good value for the Jets and any that you would specifically make sure to stay away from? I think some of the bigger name guys that are probably worth staying away from. Um, Andrew Sendejo with the Browns, and I don't think anyone is jumping for joy to sign him because he's going to be 34 this year anyway, but he is a guy who was a starter last season and really struggled in coverage. Um, Bradley McDougald is a guy who I feel like I've seen some Jets fans say they would like him back for depth, but he was really bad last season. I think that's being overlooked a little bit. And it was surprising because he was a solid player before coming to the Jets, but he's going to turn 31 this season. He didn't seem interested in being around last year, although I think the head coaching change will sort of alter that dynamic a little bit. But McDougald was very bad last season, so I don't think he's someone that I'm too interested in personally. Um, Daniel Sorensen, the Chiefs, another guy who's on the wrong side of 30, but really struggled last season uh, as a run defender and tackler, especially very bad in those phases. So those are some of the bigger name guys that I think kind of stand out who aren't too good. Um, DeMonte Casey, the Falcons is probably another one. He only played four games last season, but really struggled in those. Um, Xavier Woods with the Cowboys had some struggles last season in terms of his run defense, also gave up some touchdowns. Uh, overall, coverage wasn't terrible, but he did give up some big plays that really bumped up his passer rating to an extremely bad level. Um, so those are some guys who are probably the bigger names to avoid. In terms of underrated players who could be look, uh, worth looking at, um, Chris Banjo with the Cardinals is an interesting one. Uh, he's another guy on the wrong side of 30. He's going to be 31, but Really good tackler, was one of the best tacklers at the position last season. Um, so there are also a few, one thing about the safety position in free agency this year is that it's a really old group. There are a lot of guys in their late 20s and their early 30s. Uh, there's not a lot of young talent on the market at this position, which makes guys in their prime like Marcus May all the more valuable. Um, but there, there's a very low amount of under 27 guys at this safety position. But another interesting one who actually has the Jets connection is Sherrod Neesman, who played safety for the Falcons over the past five years, mostly special teams, but he was a backup safety for them and played a few snaps. Uh, he's a big-time free safety, played 84% of his snaps there this past season, which is extremely high, one of the highest at the position. But uh, he's another guy who's a really good tackler, um, not terrible not great in coverage, but not terrible either. Decent coverage numbers, which if you're looking for a backup is respectable. Um, and again, it's tackling is high level. Um, so those are a couple of guys. Neesman is an interesting one because of the Ulbrich connection. He could play that third safety role um, pretty well. But uh, yeah, I think those are some of the underrated guys to look at. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Michael, as we take a look at the cornerbacks now, the first thing that jumps right out at me as I look at your color-coded chart over at JetsXFactor.com, boy, there are a lot of San Francisco 49ers that are available at cornerback. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a ton of Niners corners that are going to be on the market, and most of them are pretty good is the interesting thing about it. So I would definitely think there's a good chance one of them is going to become a Jet pretty soon, but... At the top of this list is Jason Verrett, who had a great season, uh, had missed quite a few time, quite a bit of time over the previous few seasons, uh, hadn't played regularly since 2015, but he comes back and he finally is a healthy season for the Niners, and he picks up right where he left off back five years ago for the Chargers, and he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Uh, Kella Witherspoon is the youngest guy of this group and only 20 of the of the Niners cornerbacks that are going to hit free agency the youngest one uh at 26 years old uh, outside of Emmanuel Mosley he's 25 but he's an exclusive rights free agent those guys are hard to get but Witherspoon's 26 he had a good season although he only played 11 games and wasn't a full-time player only played about half a little bit more than half the snaps uh Richard Sherman I think is being underrated by a lot of people he obviously is 33 years old but he's still very good he allowed the second fewest yards per cover snap among corners this past season. His pass rating extremely low. His grades very good. So he's he's still elite until proven otherwise. Obviously, you would expect him to hit the wall soon, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, a couple other guys, the Niners, Kwan Williams. Uh, he's a big time slot corner. Only has some injury questions. Only played eight games this past season. Uh, has also had some questions before that. He only played. Uh, he did miss a few games throughout his few scenes before that, but Williams is a New Jersey native. He's great in the slot, allowed the fewest yards per cover snap in the slot in 2020. Um, so if the Jets let Brian Poole go, uh, Williams is a guy to definitely look at. Uh, and then speaking of Brian Poole, he's again, just like last year, one of the best cornerbacks on the market period, uh, especially slot guys. There's really no one else other than Williams who comes close to his production. Uh, Poole allowed uh, his passer rating allowed us at the 96th percentile among all corners 
His coverage grade is at the 93rd percentile. Yards per cover snap 77th. Uh, he had another very good season. Went healthy in only nine games for the Jets. So cool. I, it will be interesting to see what happens. He's going to turn 29 this season. Uh, last season, he had better numbers than this year. Obviously, he was younger as well, and he only got a one-year deal, which was very odd. So it will be interesting to see whether teams buy into him now that he's done it two years in a row. But uh, those are some those are some of the Niners top top Niners guys, and also cool. Michael, while there aren't any lockdown top of the league corners that are available in free agency this offseason, there are some interesting options, including the guys that we just talked about from the San Francisco 49ers. But beyond that, somebody like J.C. Jackson, who really broke through for the New England Patriots. We remember watching what he did against the Jets. He's got nine interceptions in 2020. Could be an opportunity to steal him away from Bill Belichick, although you have to be leery of the fact that a lot of times these guys leave Belichick and then end up not doing anywhere near as well somewhere else. Just take a look at what's going on right now with Trent Brown. And then you take a look at some of these guys that are either late bloomers or guys that fell off a little bit and had a bit of a resurgence in 2020. Xavier Rhodes was one of the best cornerbacks in the league in Minnesota. Struggled for a couple of years. Last year in Indianapolis, played really well. He's a free agent. Brian Poole, who we know well as a slot corner, had another good season for the Jets. He's available. Maybe the Jets will bring him back. And then I'm intrigued by the two guys that the Rams have. Troy Hill, who Luke Grant over at playlikeajet.com profiled as a possibility for the Jets on day two of free agency. And Darius Williams played really well, a late bloomer there at 28 years old too. Both of those guys are free agents. I'm not so sure the Rams are going to be able to retain them because of all the salary cap issues that they're having over there. So talk to me about these guys and some others that you think could be top of the market options at cornerback. Yeah, the thing about the cornerback market is that there are a lot of guys here who played well last season. But if, if you're looking for that perfect storm of all the boxes you're trying to check with the free agent, uh, there are not a lot of good options in terms of guys who are unrestricted free agents. They're younger. They're durable. They play in the outside. All of those boxes, are, everyone sort of has some sort of issue. Um, J.C. Jackson, Darius Williams, great players. They're both restricted free agents. So that definitely makes it harder you know, to acquire them or you're going to have to give up more to get them. Uh, and then among many of the other players who played well last season, you have guys who miss a lot of games who, who played well when they were healthy, but they miss a lot of games. There are a lot of older guys on this list. Um, so in terms of young unrestricted free agent cornerbacks who are durable and good, there are not a lot of them. So you can get a good player at the cornerback position, but you got to sacrifice something. And typically it's probably just going to be, you know, signing someone who's older and maybe not as durable. So there's some risk to be taken here, but there are a lot of good players. Um, Xavier Rhodes was got back on track last season. He's going to be 31, but uh, he was very good this uh, for the Colts last year after a bad season, the Vikings the year before Troy Hill's going to be 30, but he was great for the Rams. He's more of a slot guy uh, can do both, but, uh, he's definitely a slot centric corner. Um, there are a few other guys as well. William Jackson for the Bengals is probably mm-hmm. one of the highest, one of the biggest ticket options in terms of checking all the boxes. He's going to be 29 this season, but that still makes him one of the younger guys on the list among the players who were good last season. Um, he had a very good season. 
Ronald Darby had a bounce back year. He played all 16 games uh, for Washington. And after a bad season, the Eagles, he got back to the level of production that he was used to putting up before the 2019 season. Um, And beyond that, you're definitely looking at some question marks. Michael Davis for the Chargers is a good one. Uh, He's going to be 26 when the season starts. He's unrestricted, um, has has been very durable throughout his career, all 16 games last season, 87th percentile in terms of passer rating allowed. Uh, There are some question marks in terms of his his run defense and some other numbers, such as his coverage grade, only being about average, not quite at the elite level of his passer rating. But Davis throughout his career has given up very good coverage numbers for the Chargers. So he's an underrated guy to look at. Um, Shaq Griffin is one of the biggest names on the market. He was elite before the 2020 season, and he's only going to be 26. Uh, But he did miss four games last year and didn't have a great season in 2020. Not terrible, but he was solid, not necessarily elite like he was before this past season. Um, But beyond that, there are it's definitely a position that is Again, I think it is deep with solid options, but there there isn't a Joe Tooney in this market. There isn't a Kenny Galladay, uh, you know, that superstar who's like, all right, let's shell out all the money for that guy. There isn't really that at the cornerback position. But if you're willing to sign a veteran like a Richard Sherman, like an Xavier Rhodes, um, then you can definitely find some value as long as you're willing to accept the possibility of a decline due to age uh, or at the same time, guys who just haven't quite been as durable, you know, like Brian Poole and Kaywan Williams, for example, who both missed about half the season last year. Um, so there are good, uh, good, very good players here, but they all have some question mark attached to them. I'm a big fan of William Jackson, loved him coming out of Houston a couple of years ago. I think he may be a candidate for the James Bradbury contract this year, where a lot of people thought it was wild that the Giants gave him three years, $45 million, and it turned out to be a really good move. Somebody is going to get a really good corner when they get William Jackson, and the question is, who will that team be? We're going to find out, but you heard Nick Spano from U Stadium say on the show that he's heard from a couple of agents that Jackson could get quite a bit of money in free agency. I don't think the Jets are going to be the ones that are bidding on him, but somebody is going to, just like they did with Bradbury last offseason. Michael, anybody on this list that you think is underrated could really give value beyond what the contract they're likely to get is, and anybody that you'd specifically steer clear of? Yeah, for underrated, I think it's definitely Michael Davis for the Chargers, one of the few young guys on the list who are durable and good. I'm a little skeptical of his his uh, coverage grades. Haven't been elite throughout his career. They've been pretty average. And when you watch his film, you can see why he sort of did benefit from some a lot of the plays he made, pass breakups, interceptions. He's just sort of benefited from bad throws. So he could be a little bit lucky. But throughout his whole career, he's been consistent with elite raw production in terms of the numbers he's given up in coverage. So. Uh, If he can keep that up, he will be a good value, but a little bit of question mark. But in terms of age, durability, production, he's one of the best. Uh, In terms of overrated players, um, I think Quentin Dunbar had a – he sort of jumped, burst onto the scene the year before in Washington with a really good season, but he was very bad for the Seahawks this year. Only played six games, but you know, which is another question just with durability. But he's going to be 29 and didn't play well this past season. Um, and I, I think Kevin King with the Packers is probably seen as a big name because he was a high draft pick, plays in Green Bay, um, but he's definitely not been good for them over the past few seasons. Uh, Pat, Patrick Peterson 
not that I think Jets fans are clamoring for him, but he's sort of gone downhill and isn't the same player anymore. Um, so I guess those are some of the guys that come to mind as overrated players. Michael, last position we're going to take a look at is kicker because we know that the Jets are all good at punter for the next 15 years with the real man's man, Braden Mann, back there handling all the punts. We know that he's already on a path to Canton, but are the Jets going to perhaps draft a place kicker in that same mold in April, or are they going to go the veteran route? If they do go the veteran route, there are quite a few kickers available whose names you might recognize, including a guy who was one of the last players that the Jets used the franchise tag on. In 2016, it was the last time before Marcus May. They used it on Muhammad Wilkerson, but before that, in 2014, it was Nick Falk, who's still around. Maybe there's a reunion in the works. Steven Gostowski, who struggled at times last year, but a longtime mainstay in the division with the Patriots, he's available too. Talk to me about some of the available kickers and who the good and bad options might be. Well, I think the obvious number one kicker on the market is Young uh, Youngway Koo, but the question mark with him for the Jets and any team that plays in an outdoor stadium is that he doesn't have as good numbers outdoors as he does indoors. Um, there's a big discrepancy between his outdoor field goal percentage and his indoor field goal percentage. So that's definitely a red flag for the Jets or any team that plays outside in terms of chasing him. Um, and there are a few other good names at kicker. Cairo Santos is one. Nick Falk had a good season last year, so definitely that's something um, to keep in mind. I, I I, mean, he is definitely up there in age, but it, w- it would be nostalgic, and he was pretty good last year, and he did. He made a big play for the tank when we were still into that, but, you know, I, it would be fun. But I think Koo is the biggest name on the market. 95% field goal, at, field goal percentage last season. That was fifth best, um, but definitely have to keep in mind the discrepancy with his outdoor field goal percentage. Um, but other than that, it's definitely, it's not the best kicker market. Daniel Carlson was 94% last season, but he's restricted. Um, Kyra Santos is going to be 30 this year, but 94% last season. Um, Nick Falk was 93% last year. Ryan Suckup, 90%, but he's going to be 35. Cody Parkey had a decent season for the Browns at 86%. Um, I think uh, Matt Prater is an interesting one. He only hit 75% of his field goals, which is obviously a bad number. That was seventh worst. But his average attempt, his average field goal attempt was from 43 yards out. That was second highest in the league. So he was kicking a lot of deep field goals that made his overall number lower. But he was still connecting from deep at a pretty good rate. Um, so there are some good options out there no, nothing great and although i don't think you'd want to really be spending a ton on a great kicker anyway but there are more than enough options out here to where the jets should be able to find an upgrade because they've been plainly the worst field goal and extra point kicking team in the league over the past two seasons so it's something that they have to put some effort into they can't just scrape the bottom of the barrel and let the two guys that can pick up for the cheapest amount of money come in and compete and then deal with missed kicks all year. It's an issue that hasn't gotten much attention because the jets haven't been in meaningful games for, you know, kickers to blow, but they've been very bad. And if the jets were a good team, we'd be paying a lot more attention to it. You know, like the bears a couple years ago that they put a lot of attention onto that issue because that uh, because the struggles of the position showed up in a game that really mattered for the Jets. They haven't been in those games, but the position has still been 
extremely poor over the last couple seasons, and that's because they have completely ignored it and not tried at all to make it good. So there are some good free agents here. They should look at it as well in the draft if they have if they end up getting a six, uh, seventh round pick or if they think there's a good sixth round value and also in the undrafted pool because they've barely even touched that even for the kicker position, not even looked at undrafted kickers. So in free agency at the veteran guys, there are some good options and uh, they should definitely be looking at them. I'm fine with going out and getting a reasonably reliable veteran to compete with a young guy because I think the best course of action, as I said before, is to do what they did with Braden Mann and use a sixth or seventh round pick on a kicker if there's somebody they really like. Usually those picks are used on depth players or on guys that are just a gamble anyway. Might as well try to shore up the kicker position for the next 10 to 15 years like they did with Braden Mann in the 2020 draft. Michael Nania giving us all the stats over at JetsXFactor.com. Thanks for joining me for the Chronicles. As always, really appreciate it. With free agency on the horizon, lots going on at JetsXFactor.com, right? Yeah, plenty more free agency stuff. Um, the off-season tool is going strong. It's been a lot of fun using that and seeing all the different simulations fans have been able to come up with. So um, continuing to go hard with the uh, in-depth content in terms of free agency. I, we've covered every single free agent, at least to some extent, uh, in great detail. So um, it, it's definitely been it, going to free agency. There's always some sort of, no matter who the Jets sign, I think there should be some sort of in-depth information on their stats that you should be able to, to look back on once they do sign them. So um, I'm definitely very proud of the free agent work we've done, and I think we're ready to go as the week comes up. Make sure you check out what Michael's doing over at JetsXFactor.com and follow him on Twitter at Michael underscore Nania. And check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com. Luke Grant's got some really good free agent targets that you can take a look at. He listed them out. Possible day two targets. We talked about Troy Hill, the cornerback from the Rams on the show today. That was one of the guys that Luke identified, so go ahead and read that. Jim Garrity's got a fantastic piece up right now talking about how, as a lifelong Jets fan, it's been a long time since he's had any optimism about the team, but right now he's feeling much more optimistic than he has in the past, or at least the recent past. And he's very happy about it because, let's be honest, Michael, I know that you're a little bit younger. You haven't been along for as much of the ride as some of us, but it's becoming even more exasperating with each year how much this team trips and falls over its own two feet. So hopefully... Jim's optimism will be rewarded this season a whole lot more up to right now and of course the daily podcast a lot of free agency and draft content coming your way we've got the play like a jet YouTube channel right now too where you can look at some of Luke Grant's film breakdowns of Zach Wilson Justin Fields and the Shanahan offense but you can find links to everything at playlikeajet.com. And if you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Hello. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.